Hello, hello, hello. It is I, Minister Taxi Davis, and on behalf of God Himself, I want to say that He loves you and I love you too. I am back with all new season of Let's Chop It Up, and I can't wait to chop it up with you. No matter race, creed, religion, or color, you are all welcome here. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Supreme Being. I just love all of you all. He loves you too if you're willing to accept him. But come on together and let's chop it up. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1 and 1. We must start at the beginning of time itself. In order to understand purpose, we must understand time. The beginning of time, the beginning of the world, the beginning of everything. Understanding a person's beginnings or an object's beginnings will give you more insight on to what its purpose is. God created the heavens and the earth in the beginning of time. God is the supreme being of the world. God created the world. And God said, let there be light. And there was. The first thing God did when creating this universe was to produce light. The first thing he produced and or created was light. Out of all things, it's the first thing he created. He created the light to give light to the earth. That's very much hilarious, I find, because when you observe the meaning of light, he created the light to give light. He created men to give men. It sounds odd, but basically everything in this universe gives itself. And that's what we see in the beginning. In the beginning was God. If we look at John 101, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and the Word became flesh. The universe was created out of a divine order that is practically mathematically it's so simple but complex I can only explain it to you in that way it's simple because we can rest in assurance that it was God but complex in the sense that the mathematics and the precision and the science will be unknown to us unless God decides to reveal it to us but we are still incapable of creating such universe like this. In the beginning, God created.
created the heavens and the earth. God. And once we understand that, we can move forward to understanding the beginnings of man. Let us make man in our own image and likeness. God had a conversation with himself and said, let me make a being in the earth so intelligent, so wise, that is set apart from the rest of the world, that he has to be the ruler and must take dominion over it. And the only being that is capable of ruling and taking dominion over the earth was God at that time. So he said, I'm going to make a being in the image and likeness of me. Not like me or as powerful as me, but in the image and likeness of me. Then he created man. But God said it's not good for man to live alone. Man, he was basically saying men cannot be God. He can't do everything God does. Because many people don't understand that God has male and female qualities. He's able to be a nurturer and a multiplier, as a woman is. He is the head, and he is the correctional parent, as the father is. And God cannot put all of that into one being, so he said, I'm going to create another one. And he put Adam in a sleep and created woman. From the womb of man, she was created. From the womb. And she was magnificent. And he named her, and man called her woman. And he called her and named her Eve. Man, the man called her woman. From the womb she was created. The beginnings of man are simple. We we were created to do, take rulership and dominion over the earth. Without hesitation, that is our responsibility. And we must focus and we must adhere to that will of God. In the beginnings of man, we see in the book of Genesis that we were tempted and we fell into sin. And now since that sin came, we are suffering. But God came and just had mercy on us and gave us an alternate route, the narrow way, Jesus, the light of the world. The beginning of sin was in the Garden of Eden. As Eve approached, was approached by the serpent, who's the most deceitful of any other beast or crawling thing in the God, in the garden, in the world. The serpent deceived her and caused her to eat the fruit of the 
knowledge of good and evil. Eat from the tree from the knowledge of good and evil. As we see or as we hear, we can observe that the serpent went to the woman. The serpent knew that he could not attack the man because the man had direct orders from God while the woman was following orders for man. He used the woman's emotions against her to deceive the entire world. He understood the power of the woman, and that's why he attacked the woman. Once the woman accepted the fruit, she offered it to her husband, who also partook, because the man could not be attacked because the man would be on his guard. The woman could be attacked because the woman is a nurturing being who tries her best to see the positivity and light of a situation. A emotional powerhouse that could affect the man. The beginning of sin was disobedience. The first sin was disobedience. And when sin comes into your life, you must find its beginnings. Whatever that sin is, you must find its beginnings. Whether it was an action that you did not accept or was forced upon you. If you lie, find what made you start lying. Find the root, the beginning of the situation. We know where the beginning of sin came from. Now we must find the beginning of our sin, of our hurt, of our pain. And address it so we can continue in a pure, holy aspect of life. If we are to progress, we must address sin. Sin is death by certain approach. Sin is death, I am certain. Sin does not bring forth life. Sin is a distraction and separation from Almighty God. In order for us to remove sin, we must follow the will of God. Follow the narrow path as our Lord Jesus Christ did. Follow Christ, the way, the truth, and the light. The light will cast out darkness.
he will cast out all sin. The only way we can remove sin is following God. And once we follow God and accept him, we can move forward in the process of healing our wounds. The beginning of you as a person. You started out as a cell in your mother's womb. I was approached by another cell from your father. Those two cells collided. Multiple cells attempted to reach the center of the ovum. But, but the strongest male cell reached the center and was accepted by the ovum. You are the best that your parents had to offer. You're the best at what you do. Your beginnings prove that you're the best out of millions. Literally millions. You are the best. You were called and chosen in the womb. And as you progressed, and as you listened, and as you were elevated, you became a fetus. And soon you left the comfort of mother and came into the world where you now must learn to adapt and survive in a cruel place filled with death. Not, not just physical death, but mental, emotional, economic death and depression. And somehow you must learn how to be positive in a world full of negativity. Either you give in to negativity or you reject it. Either you accept the light, which is Jesus Christ, or you don't. Either way, your beginnings are the same as everyone else. It's in the world that we see the differences. How we were raised and poor families, some were raised in high-class families, others were raised in so-called middle-class, which is just having enough money to pay the bills and not being considered all the way broke, but you're still broke. We must understand that God did not intend for us to suffer. He intended for us to prosper. God is a God of wisdom. And he would never put us in a predicament 
that we could not handle. Everything is a teaching moment for us. So our beginnings are important because how we begin naturally is in the womb. But how we begin in this world is as a small babe. But how we begin in the knowledge of God is a different subject. We begin in the knowledge of God by seeking Him. For one to fulfill the will of God, you must follow will of God. You must chase after the will. You must seek that which is dear. You must follow the light. Follow that lighthouse that will lead you to safe haven in the midst of this stormy, perilous world. Your beginnings are crucial and essential for this time. As I conclude this segment of Let's Chop It Up, I will be saying we are going to be changing the name of Let's Chop It Up soon. And we will be making lots of changes to what God is doing in October, we will be having a full, full, full uh, description, dialogue, Q&A, and other things to come on the creation of the world and the Bible and its scientifical evidence and its proof. I want you to look at your beginnings and understand them, study them, study your beginning, despise not small beginnings, despise not, cherish small beginnings, if you are a new member in Christ, cherish your small beginnings, I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and I leave you In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I leave you with the message of love, peace, and understanding. Thank you, and may God bless you in everything you do.